Aisha here. Today I'm really excited to share our next episode of Real Conversations with Real People. What we're sharing is how real people have gone from living a life that was normal for them to pivoting. We're seeing so much in the media today really about how we pivot. And so I have brought along a dear friend of mine, Jo Mould, to share with you how she pivoted a few years ago now, what happened in her life that then caused her to make some changes, some new decisions, some new actions. So I'm going to be sharing with you Jo's story and what she's now creating for herself. So welcome, Jo. Thank you so much for coming today. Thank you so much for inviting me. I'm so looking forward to this real chat. Yeah, you're welcome. You're welcome. So, Joe, can you share with the audience and share with me again where you were in your life that caused you to, you know, pivot and change direction? What what happened for you to do that? Of course. So I um, I was a, a corporate executive. I had an incredible career that like so many people, I had worked really hard to get to where I was. I'd gone to university as we kind of socially expected and trained to do. I had started at that lower level in corporate and worked my way up. Yeah. And the job that I'd always wanted was general manager. I'd always wanted that title, Lauren. Like, and I'm sure so many of your listeners and viewers yeah. have worked so hard for something. And then they get there. When I get excited, I use my hand. When they get there, as I found myself, I was kind of like, hmm, this is great and I was earning an amazing salary but the role wasn't lighting me up. It wasn't what I thought it would be and I'm sure you've felt like that before. It wasn't what I thought it would be. I was working huge hours. I didn't mind that. I'm a hard worker but I was away from my family and I had, he's eight now, but I had a little baby and my husband was at home with him. And we were so fortunate that we could do that, that we were financially set up and be at home. But what it meant was I missed his first birthday. So I literally was interstate. I missed the morning, the afternoon, the evening of his birthday. And I remember back then thinking, it's okay because he won't remember. But I will always remember that I missed it completely because of this merger that I was managing for the company I worked for. Oh, that, that hits on my heartstrings, that one. Absolutely. And I love that realness, you know, that he won't remember, but gets his impacted even more than him knew. And I, and I love it. That's then You know, mm-hmm. he felt that. So talk me exactly. through what happened next from, yes. from that feeling. So that feeling, that feeling kind of um, came about, Lauren, because the year before, so he was one the year before just after my just after Benny his name just after he was born a few days later this is a little bit sad but it's real talk right um I lost my brother who was 34 to leukemia and he passed away 10 days after Benny was born and um interestingly in two days it's the eight-year anniversary of his death so it's a you know this is real talk right I remember my brother always saying to me, he was someone who lived life really hard. Like he grabbed life by the balls, to be honest, and he lived it and he loved life. And I remember him always saying to me, Poen, 
runs with Joanne, my full name. I hated it at the time and now I really miss being called Joanne. It's very funny. Yeah. I remember him saying to me, you work too hard. You're not fun anymore. Like, where's the fun Joanne? Where's the woman that used to be, you know, in her 20s would party and have fun and just live life? And I remember I was in my late 30s and I thought, after he passed away, you know, life isn't that fun anymore. All I do is work. I don't see my family. I barely see my friends. In fact, I spend more time with my colleagues than I spend with anybody else. And losing him and seeing him lose his big life made me realise that life is short and we get one shot at it, just one. And it wasn't okay that I missed Benny's first birthday entirely because of work. Um, and so that caused me to look at something that dropped in my lap when Ben was three, looked at a different business model, something that, to be honest, I had never even thought of myself doing. It's online marketing, online business. Yeah. And because of where I, because of what had happened, not to me, but just in my world, yeah. and that realisation that actually I did want a big life. I wanted a big life and I want to impact huge numbers of people to help them to have a big life. When that door was presented to me, I peeked through it. And, you know, sometimes when you see something, you can't unsee it. Wow. And I peeked into this world and I couldn't unsee it. Yeah. And I realised I could not only have even more of an incredible life but actually have time flexibility and freedom, which to me is everything, but helps so many other mums, women, dads, to do the same. Yeah, I love that. And thank you for sharing that. And that is real talk. So thank you, Joe, for sharing that. <laughs> I didn't cry. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> you can cry, though. <laughs> thank you. So I will, I'm really curious to hear more about this. The pathway you've gone down, what would you, before we do, though, what would your mm. brother say right now? Mm. He wants to stand to you right now to you. What, what would he be saying about, person you were then to, you know, who you were going to now. Yeah. He would say, oh, my God. He would say, God, sorry, everyone. He would <laughs> say, oh, my God, I'm so freaking, He'd probably say something else, happy for you and so happy for Benny and so just proud of you for going and taking the life that you wanted and grabbing it. I love that. And I, I, I love you. <laughs> Same. So tell me about this life you've created them. What? Yeah. So. On that journey. Yeah. And share a real, so, you know, the, the journey that you've totally. like, taken to the very start and you've gone through as a result. And we'll talk through it. Share it. Yeah. So when I was in corporate, so yes, I had this amazing, glamorous looking life and a beautiful, big salary and I managed so many people. Yeah. That was the glamorous look on the outside and I was always in beautiful suits and clothes. And The thing is when you really kind of looked inside, I was pretty much in a hotel room two or three nights a week away from my family, always beautiful hotels. We got looked after so well. But the thing is I was in a hotel room on my own. Yeah. Um, I was working at night in bed on my laptop, yeah. usually with a red wine or two, so not healthy either, which is not great habit to get into but that was yeah. I know a bit of loneliness and stress from overworking yeah. and I was always I always had to live in a big capital city Brisbane or Sydney or London to have that career yeah. and I thought that was the life again that I wanted but however two years ago 
I moved my family to the beach, like a tiny little beach town with no traffic light, um, a place that out of Sydney that we used to come to for holidays, Kayama, for those of you that know, yeah. um, that live in Australia. It is the most amazing place. And we moved into a gorgeous home overlooking the water. And it really is an incredible life. I walk, we walk Benny to and from school every day when they're school. And you know, probably we're the only family in the schoolyard that where there's two parents dropping them off and picking them up most days. And we've created that life where you know Paul manages the house and, and Benny and, and helps me in the business when I need it. Um, and I run our online global business from home. Um, if I wanted to, to be real with you, because it's real talk, I actually work in a co-working space because I like to separate my work and um, and my business, uh, my, my home and my business as much as I can. So mm -hmm. I choose to work in a co-working space because I love, I'm an extrovert, I love people, I have yeah. a lot of meetings all day, every day. Um, so I my life is literally 180 degrees different to mm -hmm. what it used to be. Yeah, and I love that. And do you know what I can absolutely relate to the most there is that that both of you walking in is that is for me. That's not time to get back. And it seems like just these little mm -hmm. things, but the world you are creating for him by being there for him, mm -hmm. amazing. Exactly, lifelong impact on him. Tell me about you know this didn't fall on your lap. We know that, and you you know you pivoted from that corporate space. So talk us through, I guess maybe what was the biggest internal struggle? What was the biggest thing that you had to focus on for you to create this? Um, what? Yeah, mm -hmm. talk me through the biggest thing yeah. that you have to go through. So that's really easy for me to talk mm -hmm. about because um, you know you don't just go from having a corporate career and a salary that is feeding your entire family to um, building an online business overnight. Like that does not happen. So there was a two-year period that, to be real with you, was really ugly and yeah. not pretty. Yeah. There was a two-year period where I had to get up an hour earlier than normal and we lived in Brisbane at the time and for those of you that live there, the sun comes up really early and when you have children, it's challenging. So some mornings I had to get, I had to get up at 4.30 to get my hour of work in before Benny woke up, before I went to the office for 12, 16 hours some days. Yeah. Um, then I would do an hour of work at the end of the day. And I can tell you, because it's real talk, yeah. I remember coming home from work one night. I'd been away somewhere, so I'd flown in, and, and I hadn't seen the family for a few days, and I remember I was so tired and so over everything. And I remember walking into the house thinking, wow, what if this doesn't work? What if I'm already working 12, 14 hours a day and trying to build this business on the side? What if that doesn't give me what I think it will give me? What if it doesn't work and then Benny will wake up and a few, he'll be a few years older and I would have wasted even more time with him? And I remember getting into his bed with him. He was just a little baby and cuddling him because that's what I needed to do. And I fell asleep. And I remember my husband letting me sleep for a couple of hours and then tapping me and saying, babe, come on, you have to get up if you're going to get some work done. And I think it was 10 o'clock at night and I remember sitting and I was crying at my laptop. Yeah. And I remember thinking, this is why I need to do this. This is why I have to 
keep going because when the going gets tough, gets tough, the tough get going. And I am not a quitter. And I I had to focus on so much on what I wanted to get through those really challenging hours and days and times. And, and I can tell you, honestly, I never once thought of giving up because I knew that the life I was living back there wasn't what I wanted for the rest of my life. It wasn't. And I just had to keep focused on what I wanted and focused on my what my mentors were doing and what they were telling me to do. And I focused on the life that they had created. I really focused on what I wanted and what I was moving towards versus what I was moving away from. Yeah, thank you. That brought tears to my eyes, that one. Oh. Um, and I think it will be so many people watching this because there are so many people, and I'm one of them as well, who thought, you know, it's my, has, for me, it's, I've got small kids, and I can totally relate to that. Laying in bed, hugging them, just like the world yeah. that's going on, the external stuff, that cuddles, mm -hmm. that, that ability to just go, this is why can do what I do. Exactly. Uh, yes, this is why we do what we do. Exactly, exactly. Yep. And it doesn't mean that it's easy by any means. When those no. little humans look at us, or sleep, and we yes. can come around yes. and connect with that, you know, that's the internal, that's that mm -hmm. internal thing that just helps us, helps us keep moving. So I really love Exactly. Share and nothing, um, nothing incredible was ever easy like it wasn't and you know one of my favorite expressions or sayings is if nothing changes nothing changes I wanted something to change so badly I was prepared to do the tough yards and honestly sometimes when I look back or think back I don't really know how I did it I don't know how I did it I did it one of the ways I know I did it was I use incredible health and wellness products yeah. that I put into my body every day that give me the energy to do more and sustain the productivity levels that I need. That's one yeah. way. <laughs> so tell us a bit about, so there's two things that I picked up in terms of, you know, you connected in that moment with Benny. There are a number of moments throughout his story where you connected on an emotional level and this is what I want and this is what I'm going to create. What were the external things around you? I've heard you talk about two things that I'd love you to share a little bit more. One was the mentors. Mm. They created, mm -hmm. you can see it's true, it's following that bouncing ball and, and listening to yes. another one there was the health and wellbeing products. Yep. Can you share with us what external stuff you then put mm. into your mind and your body to mm -hmm. achieve what you're looking to achieve? Of course. So mentors are so important, so important. So I ask my team all the time or every day, who are you listening to? Who are you putting in your ears? Who are you allowing into your mind? Who are you allowing, um, you know, to, to, to help you control your thoughts and your mind? Because mindset is everything. I could have given up so many times. Yes. Every successful person in the world, in my opinion, has mastered their mind. Um, and I... You know, I just remember one of my favourite mentors. She was a top income earner um, um, in in a, in a company that I was aligned with, and I just remember I, I had her in my ears every day for probably eighteen months, yeah. listening to the same repetitive podcast about yeah. mindset and how you know the the, the negative thoughts are like weeds that tangle your dreams. Yeah. I can still hear her voice. 
and and I've spoken about that on yeah, I've spoken about that on stage many times about mentoring and, and the power of it and and following that bouncing ball, I just focused and followed the people that had what I wanted. And that's what I tell my teams and my tribe to do every day. Um, in terms of the, the health and wellness products, I'm a health professional by background, a health professional and businesswoman. Yeah. And so I've always, my company have to have health. I've always been so passionate about health and helping people. And I honestly believe in my heart that if you are not living your healthiest life, um, there is no way that you're living your best life. Um, you just, you can't. So I help, um, I only work with women. It's my choice. It's what I'm passionate about. Yeah. Um, I work with women every day who, who are looking to pivot, who want to make a change. Maybe it's just a, a change in their health, a change in their their energy levels or a huge change like me, a change to the online business world because, let's be honest, quite frankly, right now in the world, that's where so many people are, uh, are already looking if they haven't already pivoted. And yeah. I know myself, I people say to me all the time, I want what you're taking, I want what you're having. And I'm yeah. like, oh, I can help you with that. It's literally that my body is clean and I fuel it with good stuff that helps me to do more because if I can do more, then I can be more to more people and help more people. I love that. And I love that approach of it's so much from everything you're sharing, you've got a vision, you know where you're going, but you're then pulling things in to create that. So it's not just about the following products, it's about what that actually creates for you, but not so much more than that, what that can create for others. And in terms of what you're sharing about exactly. that, your vision for that is very much bigger than just popping a podcast in and listening to that each morning. It's You know what? I'm going to make it really simple. I have one step. Okay. It's simplicity. Now tell us the one step. It's totally. Right now, that's what the world needs, simplicity. Be bold. Be bold. It's really simple. That, you know, everybody, everybody can have the life that they want. The thing is, most people won't because they're not prepared to be brave enough and strong enough to stand up for what they believe they deserve. And so a lot of what I do is helping people who I start working with, people in my tribe, breathing my belief into them about them and about their dreams and casting a vision for their future for them before they can see it for themselves. And and casting a vision, I suppose, and they and and pouring my belief into them about this business model that has changed my life and, and changed hundreds and thousands. I, I have a tribe of thousands of people. It's changed all of their lives, and, and that was because I was bold enough to say, 
I want more. And that domino effect when people decide, which is happening right now in the world, people decide they want more and that they're going to be bold and they're going to pivot, my favourite word right now. Yeah. The impact of that, the domino effect of that is absolutely like magnificent. I love it. I love it. And that, you know, ability to be brave and bold, take courage and just believe mm-hmm. in that self-belief. I love how you can create that for people until they believe in themselves. Mm-hmm. But that doesn't mean in saying that, like if someone's watching this and thinking, Wow, she seems to have her shit together. Like I don't yeah. know. You like that. Like yeah. seriously, I don't have my shit together all the time. Share a real life example of how you know that. Yeah, like okay, I'll share you. I'll yeah. share. I just sh- I shared earlier that in two days the you know, eight year anniversary of my brother dying. Yeah. And I am such a um you know, I, I I love being busy. It's me and it's who I am and I'm extra. So I love always being around people. So I'm very conscious that the only time of the year that I let myself kind of remember my brother and grieve and really think about him is this time of the year. And I just, that's what I choose. I choose, I'm very good at compartmentalizing. A lot of us women are, right? But two days ago, um, I can't even remember what happened. Something happened and I just found myself in my co-working space having a cry. And I was like, oh, that's weird. What's going on? I was like, you know, as we do, what's wrong? I go out and what something's happened. What what is it? Why am I losing my you know what? And then I realised, oh, it's because next week is April two, and it's that day, and so I'm probably going to feel a little bit like this for a few days. So I picked up the phone and I called one of my mentors, who's also a friend, and she talked me through it. And I, you know, I just needed to talk, and it was she reminded me that also that the world and particularly the people in my team need to see that vulnerable side because I I know so many of us, we follow people and we put them up on this pedestal and pedestals are rubbish because when we put someone on a pedestal and put them up there, we actually put ourselves down on the floor. Wow. One of my mentors taught me and wow. that's not okay. So, you know, if you're following someone or, you know, this that, you know, if you're following someone but thinking I couldn't do what he or she does, just remind yourself that they are human and normal as well and they obviously had something happen to them that made them so hungry they wanted to change. So I kind of ask my, my tribe all the time if they're not having the success that they want to have. Mm. I sit down with them and I remind them and I really get them talking about what they want for their life and for their children and, mm. and, and thinking outside the, you know this box of our life because if we can't think outside the box, we can't get out. Yeah, I love uh, so many nuggets you told in there. Um, one of the biggest things you share right then is that you are human too. And I and I love what you said in terms of, you know, the platform. I think we're all on the same platform. There's just people that they've got a life that we want to. They've just done something. They started mm-hmm. where we are right now. They started in the complete unknown. And it's just mm-hmm. how we can leverage what they know so we Get that for ourselves. So, love exactly. That. Yeah. I just copy people. Yeah. Like, this, like I, these mentors that I follow, I just do what they do so that I can have what they have. Love simple, it. really simple. And I teach people to do that every day. Yeah. I love it. I love it. 
tell us <laughs> what is your biggest achievement from the life that you have created my, my biggest achievement is kind of what we just talked about but it's showing women and there's been a number of them that um, you know, showing showing them a pathway, yeah, so that they can build a life for themselves that is outside of the box. Pouring that belief into them until they believe in themselves, and then watching them do that time and time again with their own tribes. That is my biggest achievement. And I'm sorry, maybe I should have said being a mum, but that's not my biggest achievement. Being real with you, like I love being a mum, but I am. I love my business because that's where I have a much bigger impact on the world. I love it. And, I, you know, this is real talk. It's sharing that doesn't take away how much you love being a mum. It's just how you are creating mm -hmm. so much more for people around. And you know what? Benny's watching all of that. So that ripple on effect, he's seeing that. Exactly. And we will follow that's that. We will model that. So I love that. I love that. Mm -hmm. and exactly. I love actually see, um, you know how into human behavior, and you can actually see your emotions <laughs> around that. So that's yeah. Real. Your, what would you say has been your biggest transformation in you personally, in terms mm -hmm. of what you believe about yourself? Yes. This has been a huge one. So when I was in the corporate world, I'm sure that so many people looked at me in my power suits and my heels and thought that I felt like I was owning the world. But inside, I had so many I'm not good enough thoughts. So many I'm not good enough thoughts. And, you know, that little voice on your shoulder. And so my biggest transformation, um, the online business world that I'm part of, one of the things that we really focus on um, is personal growth and personal development. And I had never really heard of personal development. In the corporate world, we don't really do it. Right? It's just, well, in the company that I was in, we didn't really do it. I'm sure they do now. And I have absolutely transformed who I am. I do not care anymore what people think about me. Um, if they don't like me, they can unfollow or block. I'm okay with that now because I am on a mission to impact people all over the world to help them to have a life that they're proud of, that they're excited about, and show others how to do the same. Um, the, you know, that, that I'm not good enough voice, of course, it, it pops in sometimes, but I have mastered my mind so much with mindset coaches that when that happens, I'm like, get lost, get lost, go away. I don't have time for that. And, yeah, that's been my biggest transformation. And I, I paid a lot of money to coaches to work on that last year. They'll, if they ever watch this, they'll know who I'm talking about. <laughs> Thank you. What I paid was worth a million. Oh, I love that. And that, am I good enough? It can hold so many of us back. And what mm -hmm. you share there in terms of what you've taken on from your mindset creatures and it will also be the action that you then take into yes. yourself. Yes. there as well. You yeah. do all this mindset training. And yes. And <laughs> action for that self-belief. Um, I love that. I love that. Am I good enough? Because guess what? That goes with you everywhere. And even more than that, yes. that ripple-on effect impacts everyone that you are coming into contact with and it impacts yes. you. 
more than. Yeah, exactly. Absolutely. Yeah. I love it. So we're almost at a wrap. Three, three two, one. You decide how many mm-hmm. words mm-hmm. that you could share with our audience today. What What would you say to them right now? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So this is a really simple one. <laughs> I say it all the time. So the definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over and over you guys and expecting the same result. That's the definition of insanity. That's what will happen if you keep doing the same thing over and over. You won't get a different result. If nothing changes, nothing changes. If you want radical change in your life, transformational change in your life, or if you just want a little change in your life, because for me, I just... I just every day focused on a little change and those little changes added up to one big change. Some days we can't focus on the big stuff. We just have to focus on the little stuff. But, you know, focus every day on what you want. Cast your vision forward for your life. Stop thinking small for yourself. Stop it because that doesn't serve your children. doesn't serve your marriage, your partnership. It doesn't serve the world. You're playing small. It's time right now. The world is the world needs people who are prepared to step up and do more and, and, and really stand high and tall for what they believe in. And I believe everybody deserves time flexibility, time freedom. They deserve to be at home with their children working if that's where they want to be. Probably after this isolation period, everyone will want to go back to work. But <laughs> they have a choice, right? So whatever it is that you want for yourself, know that you can have it and that there's pathways and people that can help you to do it. I love that. Oh, my God, I love that. My heart beating. Like, <laughs> starts again. Um, thank you very, so much for coming on today. Oh, my pleasure. Thank you so much for having me, Lauren. Yeah, you're welcome. So everyone for watching today, I just trust that this gives you proof that you can absolutely achieve whatever it is that you want to achieve. No, we're all stuck at home at the moment. So if you could do the same thing over and over again, what would you be doing? How can you create a life that you want to create? Because you absolutely can. You've got to be showing you more and more proof of that. So thank you, Joe, for being an absolute rock. Bye. You can achieve that. And thanks, everyone. We'll be back with you again soon. Bye.